Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 276 of Silence in a Year. Well, I forgot to tell you what the uh, title of the episode was for yesterday, and also the word of the day. So I'm going to make sure I get that right this time. And the title of today's episode is God Does Not Will Evil. Okay, and the word of the day is rejected. This is a very interesting um, paragraph here that Cardinal Sarah, Sarah, I'm sorry, Lisa would correct me if she was here, that Cardinal Sarah would say, he said, evil exists because his love is not accepted. Listen to that. Evil is here because his love is not accepted. How often in our own lives do we not accept the love of God? How often do we choose to, instead of conforming our will, to the will of the Father, we decide to do what we want to do. And this in and of itself is a rejection of God's love. And as Lisa has said in other episodes, this creates like a ripple effect. And this ripple effect can influence the people in and around us, including ourselves. But he, he goes on to say something um, really kind of uh, uh, amazing, okay? He says that God is the first victim of evil. Okay, so evil, right? We have this introduction of sin in the world, this introduction of suffering as a result of sin in the world. And God, right, who is in his son Jesus, is the savior of the world, is the first victim of it. And this makes total sense because Jesus died on the cross. But at the same time, you see, Jesus is not a victim, okay? Jesus was sent for our salvation. Jesus is God. Jesus has redeemed us. And when I think about this word victim, I begin to really think how often and how easy it is for us to play the victim. To maybe lean into the injustice, to maybe lean into the hurt, uh, to maybe lean into um, not understanding. And it's easy to do this. But what the Lord wants us to do is he wants us to lean into him. Because in his own suffering, he understands our suffering. In his own suffering, he has assumed all of our suffering. Okay, and, and at the very last sentence, Cardinal Sarah says, the more monstrous the evil, the more evident it is that God in us is the first victim. Very, very powerful words by Cardinal Sarah in, in this particular paragraph. And I just want to stay focused on the fact that, okay, we, um, as we enter into suffering and difficulty, if we play the victim, then it means that we're not embracing the suffering. Okay, We're not uniting ourselves with our creator and his son, Jesus. When we play the victim, in so many ways, we're denying the role that suffering can play in the work of salvation as Jesus showed us on the cross. We are denying the fact that even in our own suffering, Jesus can work to bring about the salvation of the people in and around our lives. How often 
Have you seen someone who went through their suffering with great dignity, with great hope, with great faith? And because they did, it was an incredible inspiration to the people around them. I did a funeral a couple of months ago, and I didn't know the family. And a month or so after the funeral, I got this nice little note. And the man said, I want to come back to the church. And there was something about the funeral service, something about his dad, who was, was very much a follower of God, that this funeral service brought to his mind that drew him back to the church. And so, so even in death, okay, so we talk about suffering. We talk about being a victim, but even in death, someone, okay, through the power of Christ resurrected, okay, can bring someone else who is still alive back to the faith. If this doesn't tell you that the power of God can work in anything, I don't know what will. So if maybe you're going through a suffering right now, and I don't want to diminish in any way the difficulty that is contained in this suffering, but the Lord doesn't want us to be a victim, okay? The Lord doesn't want us to become hopeless. The Lord does not want us to lose faith. Instead, he wants us to recognize that this is an opportunity. And I know that may be a hard word. It has been for me in the past, an opportunity to serve, an opportunity to grow closer, an opportunity to learn what it means to trust God at a new level, an opportunity to allow our suffering to be the instrument by which God uses to bring other people back to the faith. Oh my goodness, you want to talk about the Paschal mystery? You want to talk about something that you, you think has no value, something that's dead, and it's brought to life, it's resurrected, it's your suffering leading to someone else being resurrected. And make no mistake about it, through the power of God, this can happen, and it does happen. I don't know how often I go to visit people that are sick or are dying. And I feel like I'm literally sitting with the crucified Lord. Knowing that they're on their way home. So often the Lord can speak to me through someone that is lying there. That they can't talk. That they can't do anything for themselves. Yet Jesus is speaking in a very loud voice to me. Please know that your suffering, it has value. It has value for you and value for the people around you. So a takeaway question, and this is probably similar to the last one. Are you really allowing God in the suffering that you're having? Um, to, to be able to embrace it, to not play the victim, to know that God loves you and that he wants to use your suffering to help bring other people to himself. Deacon Dave, we'll see you next time.